Things go better when they go your way. And with Windows PCs powered by Intel, you can make, share, and do what inspires. Whether you want a laptop, a tablet, or something for gaming, you'll have devices that were made for you to keep doing what inspires you and everyone else. Learn more at windows.com slash made to inspire. Anyone can be ready for back to school, but with Staples Connect, you can be more than ready. Like, I got everything for my classroom and saved a ton ready. They've got more backpacks, more pins, and more supplies than you ever thought possible. So double knot your shoes, gas up the minivan, and get your list ready. Staples has everything you need and more for the new school year. Let's do this. Just visit your nearest Staples store or go to staplesconnect.com for inspiration. But I've been here before you. You remind me of pain, but I can't ignore you. After I met your boy, I tried my best not to think of you. Such a silly game to play to eventually just lose to you. Can I get another chance to hold you tonight? Dance on my left and things feel so right. Hold you, boy, with all of my might. Just don't let you slip away. Put my heart out to you from now to daylight. For you know hurting you was never my right. Trying to see what's in the cards for tonight, boy. Accept this as my plea. I love Sing. you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> bless, bless. So don't break my heart. Oh. I bless you. I'm sorry. I bless you. I bless you. <laughs> hey, hey. Oh, so don't break my heart. A little Sherry Dennis for you all. Just a little Sherry Dennis. A little Sherry Dennis. Please excuse my sneezes. <laughs> I did not take my allergy medicine in time to adequately block all the, the histamines. histamines. As my brother Dustin would say, we have to block the histamines <laughs> out there. We have to block the histamines. So, you know, we can't, you know, a little Sherry Dennis. You know, I watched her unsung. She had an interview on something on BET where she was talking about, like, you know, her little rise and fall. What happened? It was very, very interesting. It was very interesting. Well, she was just caught up in the, you Mm -hmm. know, what happens to the artists when, you know, niggas don't be reading Mm -hmm. contracts and carrying on. This is how a group sells this many records, it goes broke. I mean, signing away the life, okay? Just everything. (sighs) And... You know, just she did. I, there was a, there was a whole lot of business in there that she dropped. Of course, the details escape me right now. But in either case, praise the Lord, praise niggas. the Lord, niggas. It's not lost on me that she was connected in some way to Puffy. I'm just saying. This is what I'm saying. Mm. I felt like I. I mean, we have to go back and find it. I'm sure the thing is on YouTube or something. We'll see what we can find. But she told all of her business, and it was good. <laughs> it was entertaining. <laughs> It was entertaining. Oh, did you watch yes. that interview with Nivea and Candy? You know I did. Okay. That well, you want to talk about an interesting interview? Candy was so lost; she was trying to keep up the whole time. She was like, "Let me tell All you." Right now, wait there. a minute. She's like, "Let's go back." This, <laughs> this is a Nivea stand. Let, account. Uh, this is a Nivea stand account. This is a Nivea stand account. We talked about this. You know, I was, I was, I was asked to join our siblings on on their yes, Patreon. Yes, I heard. Um, and we discussed the TV, and you know, we talked about encore. So of course, Nivea came up, and 
we we did get into this interview that she did with Candy and just you know if y'all haven't watched it y'all need to go go check out Candy's page I think it's on that note or something yeah I think the name so of the yeah on that note Nivia is a gift and she yes. really tells the story of her career um the rise and fall and hopefully on the rise again the things Fuck that she's been through Wayne. in her life I mean, all of them. I just feel like what was so, um, I don't even know how to say it. Like, yes, Mm -hmm. there was. The manager. Mm -hmm. There was just so many ways in which. She was taken advantage of as a young girl. But I think, you know, what I saw. Yes, absolutely. But I think what, what resonated with me was that, you know, as women, we are socialized to, to very blindly trust you know what i'm saying the men that we are in relationship with or the people just generally i don't even want to well i don't know the people we are we are i feel like women specifically are are raised to literally trust everybody and there there were so many ways in which nivia's innocence was exploited very much so and then on top of that she came from in her talent tumultuous not tumult well you know, both her parents had drug issues for periods of time. She doesn't seem to really, um, that, I, I can't say it didn't affect her because she still has a very unique view of her parents. Like, there's a lot of love there. I know, I'm not saying this in the right way, uh, but a lot of times <laughs> when people deal with drug addiction within their families, especially from a parental side of things, there are a lot of things that fall by the wayside, right? And there seems to be mm. a lot of resentment and, and so forth and so on. Nivea seems to have a, a closer relationship with her parents, I think, from... Well, she talked about her... So, yeah. So, she she really does talk about all of her family dynamics, mm-hmm. right? And I think that it's so crazy how trauma can bond us yeah. all. Um, and how, you know, a lot of... Uh, a lot of our connection as a people is rooted in some of the scary things that we've had to navigate mm-hmm. together, you know, and I feel like, you know, Nivea's own struggles, I feel like have, have given her some perspective around her parents. Mm-hmm. And so I yeah. do feel like she is able to sort of function in this space of sort of grace and understanding that, that can be a little, I mean, it, it could feel surprising because you would feel like given what she's been through, you would, it, you, you know, if she were not in, such a healthy place um at, you know and a hold have a healthy concept of her mm-hmm. parents it would be totally warranted and understand it understand understandable mm-hmm. for her to feel mm-hmm. that way but i sort of saw it as like you know re- she's really evolved and she's grown and she has um lived life in such a way where i think that she's exhibiting some real compassion mm-hmm. yep and I just respect her. I do as so a much. I respect her. I think that she has, you know, I like her kind of transparency. Mm-hmm. She's very open. Um, She's an not, open book, honey. Yeah, but it's not. I still don't feel like. I still feel like she has healthy boundaries, right? I feel like she shares what uh, what she wants to. Because there were several times in the interview where she said, "I'm not. You mm-hmm. know, I don't want to share that." But yeah, I, I I I like I like that for her, and I'm rooting for Nivea. Yeah, I really am. Very much so. I really, really am. Very much so. So we love Nivea. This is a Nivea Stan podcast, absolutely. 
for certain. But yes, yeah, sis, how are you doing? I'm What's good. going on in your life? We, um, I'm good. We actually have some some beautiful things that we just experienced, but we'll talk about that in another episode that you all have mm-hmm. to catch there. And I'm 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 in a good place. I uh, I'm busy and and you know trying to tie up a lot of loose ends, but I'm not going to complain about it. I'm grateful for the work. I'm grateful for the opportunities and and yeah, that's pretty much that. Um, we have an episode to get through, so I think we have a little bit of trash, just a very small right, amount to address. Okay, that's all we need, just a little just trash. trash. Oh, basura time. We're going to start off with some big trash, actually, and knock that out of, out of the bag. The baby. <clears throat> um, oh, I don't even know what's going on, but I just keep seeing his name on my timeline, and I don't even really know why. Young Hookhead is a hateful roach. He is a hateful, oh. hateful, hateful roach. So there was a Rolling Loud festival this weekend. Um, I personally was very surprised to see festivals come back back. uh why how Mm. i it's not time it's too early interruption from asap noah yes shout out to my mom buy her merch (laughs) (laughs) please go (laughs) is she kidding (laughs) Go to her Instagram on Tater Ball Jane. Okay, go, please. I don't be the hype man. You better be a hype man, Noah. Is she kidding? And to other podcasts, go to jadenxd.com. This is getting grown. Oh, you're shouting out all the other ones. Okay, got it. She wanted to. Shout out to Jadenxd. Okay, thank you. She wants to cross promote. That's what's happening here. All right. Well, you guys see my baby spliff star that lives inside of my house. (laughs) (laughs) I love to see it. Oh, but the baby. Yes, he's a hateful, hateful, hateful being. He was at Rolling Loud and proceeded to to spew some just really ignorant rhetoric uh, around um, HIV and AIDS, uh, the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, a lot of like wrong information and just oh, ignorance. I don't even know. Well, why was he talking about this at Rolling? It what? was the most. Well, that was another thing. It was the most random. So essentially, oh God, uh, I don't even want to. I, I really want you all to just. Well, you don't have to go into detail. We don't have to go that far. I can do some Google. Do some Googles. I want you kind of have to the see the video. Is, you know what? I'm gonna. You know what? Actually, I'm gonna just send it to you right now. Yeah, he got up there spewing some really hateful, ignorant um, misinformation around HIV and AIDS. And oh, I see that T.I. is defending Of him. course, T.I. You know, T.I. doesn't know how to shut the fuck up. I'm like, don't you have enough problems right now? Like, don't you have enough things to address? You have a... Yeah, yeah, but T.I. Yeah, was the yeah. same nigga who was defending Bill Cosby. He's just all around trash. I wish somebody would literally put him in a waste management bin and light it on fire. But yeah, it was just really, it was just really ignorant. It was just really, really ignorant. And he's a really hateful person. Um, you know, it, he brought Tory Lanez out on stage 
which you you are you really are proclaiming that you don't give a fuck about black women, about uh, gays, about lesbians, about the trans community. Like you are really showing that you don't give a hot and steamy peanut butter and jelly fuck about anybody but your black ass self. And I can't wait until your hook head gets caught on the wrong jam. And you get everything that you deserve because you are an an evil sore. So that was that. Um, in positive news. What? Oh, are you? Oh, I just saw a quote of what he said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't understand. Exactly. Like it was so unwarranted. It was so it was so ignorant and so like out of pocket for no reason. It was so random, like it was hateful. It was stupid. But anyway, enough. We don't want to give any more energy to him or Tory Lane's two foot two self. Uh Issa got married. Did and looked gorgeous doing it. Uh okay. Shout out to, really? to Real G's who move in silence. We're gonna call her lasagna. Okay, Issa Lasagna Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Got married in in Paris, in the south of oh, France. South, excuse I mean, me, south of France. It's, I mean, an Olympian of the flex. Wow. Huh? Let me tell you something. She said, "We love to see it." No, nigga, nigga. Hello, he's been in my life for years, and it's none of you all's business. He has. I mean, the thing is, it's about what I love about this is just like, you know, y'all don't get y'all don't get everything, mm-mm, mm-mm. you know, like, and it's not even on some. I don't know. I feel like everyone, not just celebrities, but everyone ought to have some boundaries around the things in their life that are that are of most Absolutely. value to them or most or sacred most sensitive, spaces. most vulnerable places, sacred spaces in our lives. We ought to mm-hmm. have active, healthy <laughs> boundaries around them. And it's not about hiding or being Mm-mm. secretive. It is about being protective um, and keeping people and their opinions and their mouth off of your business and mm, your decision making and your life. And I feel like that is a lost art in this age of social media. And all of us who have come of age in this, like, you know, oversharing is totally a thing. And now that I am Nick knocking on the 40 years old, I can say with assurance that everybody should not have an all access mm, pass to your business. Fully agreed. And I just want to celebrate um Issa because you know, you know, I think that this is just a shining example of how to keep people in their put, you know, put people in their proper place Absolutely. in your life. And not to say that, you know, people are gonna have their opinions and say what they want to say, but I just feel like this is the way you, that you move and you know, it's not that she was hiding her relationship. She just didn't see a place for putting it all over your, all really over it. the timeline. You know, she's like you all. I you can focus on on my projects that I'm working on that are for the public, but my private life is my private life, and I love it. And I share what I want to share That's when it. I want to share it. That's it. And you niggas don't have to know everything. <laughs> like you just we don't. And you look. She looked beautiful. You don't. She looked beautiful moving in silence too. She was gorgeous. The bridesmaids look gorgeous. It. Her and her husband look gorgeous. Everything it about it was amazing. Incredible. Um, 
everything about and it. And we is saw amazing. some sneak everything. peeks. Uh, so <laughs> we saw a couple of sneak peeks. But um, yeah, it looked incredible. Shout out to Issa. Congratulations to her and her spouse. Um, yeah, shout out to you all. You looked gorgeous. Congratulations. And uh, lastly, what do I have on here? Oh, that's it. That's all I have, actually. Oh, and I want to shout out Lil Nas X for his new video. I it's, haven't seen it. It's a video, honey. I love it. You know, Lil Nas X comes sure through and makes is. a statement. Lil Nas X always has a video. He's never just not done something. It was not a movement. So he's a master at marketing himself. He, uh, I found out recently, I was late to the game, that he had, um, he has had an ongoing lawsuit with Nike for, yeah, because of those, of those Montero shoes. shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. Um I don't know what they so were called. So he had that ongoing lawsuit with Nike. Well, what he did was, and I guess that day in court came up recently, but what he did was he did his entire music video around him going to prison <laughs> and being in prison and just highlighted. He, he is so uh, such a young, proud black gay man, and I love how proud he is, and I love that he has no problem doing whatever he wants and you niggas are going to deal with it. He's like, I don't care what you all can bump your gums. You can run your jibs. It doesn't even matter. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And I applaud him for it. So, uh, it's a, and it's a fun video. It's a fun video. He danced naked. He had a, he had a dance sequence choreographed naked, uh, scene. Yes. (laughs) Yes, he did. It was, it was, it was a fun time. It was a fun time. I, well, if it's good enough for Normani, if Normani and Cardi B can be naked, then why I don't can't Lil Nas, Nas X? Exactly. You know, niggas love to be upset, though. They love to be upset and need to go explore themselves and why they're so upset. But yeah, I just want to shout out Lil Nas X. Just a little, just a little tidbit. I do now. I know his track was produced by Kanye, and I did see that Kanye had this um, listening party in Atlanta where like a lot of niggas came out. Like a lot of niggas came out, mm-hmm. including Jay Z, uh, who has a new collab mm-hmm. collaboration with Kanye, a new song um, on the album. Mm-hmm. I just, I just want to know, like, did have like have y'all forgotten? <laughs> No, I mean, I think that, I think what's interesting, yes, I will say people have forgotten. So I think what's interesting is like, I don't really know what to call it yet. And I'm I'm sure that y'all are going to help me, but it's not lost on me that like, you know, folks like Chrisette Michelle and uh, others who have aligned themselves with Donald Trump have been canceled for less, Mm -hmm. right? Like completely canceled. And I, I just feel like it's not lost on me how much grace we extend or is extended to folks like Kanye Because let's be clear, with Chrisette, Chrisette came out later on and said, and I'm not defending what she did by any means because I, I, I thought it was very stupid. But what she came out and said later on was she's like, I don't endorse Trump by any means, but I just thought it would be a, a moment of like unity. Girl, how? And maybe you didn't understand the clusterfuck fire that was getting ready to come, <laughs> but that ain't the way to, to, to promote unity. I just let's an inclusion like that ain't it. Um, but like you said, niggas canceled her for less, right? Like we have not heard a peep from Chrisette Michelle. I ain't seen Chrisette Michelle since Love Jones, the musical. <laughs> I 
outside. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't know, man. Y'all, like, niggas really lined up and paid $40 for the glizzy. Like, niggas was eating $40 hot dogs and, and $35 popcorn it. to go listen to Kanye West's album. And, uh, like, and all of these and events. And I just feel like, well... <laughs> I just feel like when I mean, was there a meeting or something that I missed? Like I, think I don't we both know. Missed it. Like I because don't know. I truly was like, wow. So niggas really forgot that Kanye endorsed Trump, and then Kanye, ran for president. Like, also ran for president. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm. Y'all forgot that, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was no. It was like less than six oh. months ago that all. Of Good this job, happened. guys. Good but, job. Um, but that's it for the trash. Uh, that's it for the trash. I don't want to give any more. Kanye needs some. He needs some help. Uh, let's get to a shout out. We have actually a really great shout out. I'm excited about. My sister's popping right now. Like this week, shout out to my sister's presented by Target. Target invests in Black creators and brands, building a legacy of success. Let's rise together. Discover more at Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure. Okay, it's shout out time. And I'm very, very excited about this. So we got an email. Um, and she is from Ashley. And Ashley writes, Dear Jade and Kia, I hope this email finds you well. You're so profesh. I'm writing to suggest a new <laughs> Black-owned swimwear line, Brown Skin Swim. For the- Shout out to my sis segment of your show. Brown Skin Swim is a black and female-owned swimwear brand started by my sister, Allie Anderson, that is focused on creating attractive and affordable swimwear that accentuates the beauty in all body types. For her initial launch, she has released a three-in-one-piece swimsuit in colors that pay homage to the varieties of brown skin, creme brulee, Moroccan spice, and bold espresso. This business has truly been a labor of love for my sister, and I have personally seen her attend to every detail of the creation of the line, from the designs to the packaging to the personalized thank you card. So it would mean the world to me if you could promote her brand on your show. Well, here it is, Ashley. We doing it. She also just left her nine to five work on Brown Skin Swim full time. So I want her to know that I and the community have her back as she has ardently and fearlessly pursued her dreams. If you want to check out the swimsuits or some of the work she's already put into promoting the business, you can check out her website and social media links, which we will have in the description box. Please don't miss that. I've also attached a picture of two of my sisters rocking the suits. There are four of us in total, but I look busted in my photo, so I didn't include it. I'm sure you didn't want me to read that. Sorry. So you get a sense of how it accentuates the beauty that black women naturally have. So that's brownskinswim.com. The Facebook is facebook.com forward slash brownskinswim. Instagram, brownskinswim. And TikTok, brownskinswim. And when I tell you these are my type of beautiful simplicity, okay? And I love the fact that it's catering to black women across the board. Um yeah. So we'll have all of that information in the description box. But shout out to you, Ali. Is it Ali or Ali? I want one. I'm so sorry. And Ashley, thank you so much for putting you know, us on. Know. We are really excited. And I'm going to get me a swimsuit from Brown Skin Swim. I'm not even playing. I want one too, but I don't know if my shade will be, you know, oh, a sick. good match. But so I, I, think, I think you're falling into the bold espresso. Yeah, I'm really? looking at this picture, this screenshot of the sisters with their gorgeous selves. And yes, I really feel like that okay. That would be 
your type of time. But then also, honey, you could put on a Moroccan spice and set that thing off real nice on that beautiful skin that you have. We'll okay, and y'all know Kia got what? Body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. Okay, <laughs> calm down, calm down. Anyway, calm down. make sure you all check out Brown Skin Swim. Um, we'll have all of the information in the description box. Yes, and Ashley, thank you for shouting yes, out your sister. Thank you so much. Uh, that's a friend. That's our team type of Oh, shit. Friend. Dr. Ashley Anderson. Well, yes, shout out to Ashley again. <laughs> shout out to Ashley again. I love that you recognized her. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to our mailbag. 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 We're all looking for the same things in life, beloveds. Honey, history books that actually report the truth. A new Rihanna album because she's playing in our faces as much as we love her. And skincare products that offer clinically proven hydration and leave your skin with a healthy, non-greasy, youthful glowing finish. I certainly can't help you with the first two. But Neutrogena, a dermatologist recommended brand, has the skincare goals covered with their Hydro Boost facial care line. Honey, the line's Hydro Boost gel cream and the Night Press Serum are both clinically proven to strengthen the skin's moisture barrier and lock in hydration for 48 hours. You'll get intense hydration thanks to both products, hyaluronic acid, which has an ability to bind to water and literally hold it within the skin surface. Neutrogena's Hydro Boost Gel Cream, baby, is gel and a cream in one. It's made with glycerin that penetrates the skin nine surface layers deep for longer lasting hydration. And Neutrogena's Night Press Serum will revitalize your skin overnight letting you wake up to skin that's three times more hydrated. Made with purified hyaluronic acid and supercharged antioxidants, it's a pillow-proof formula that won't ruin your good sheets and blanket honey because it melts into your skin instantly. Both the gel cream and the night press serum are oil-free, dye-free, and non-commodogenic. So you know around here on Getting Grown, we don't play with ash, honey. We keep ourselves moisturized on the inside and the outside because our blacks will absolutely crack if it's dry. What I love about the Neutrogena Gel Cream and the Night Press Serum is that both of them leave my skin so juicy and plump and moist, honey. I'm telling you, I put it on at night, wake up in the morning, it's as if I just put it on. And and I mean, my skin is so good. Like I can literally walk out the door, but I mean, you got to wash your face again in the morning. But listen, you know what I'm saying? It's good stuff. You won't be sorry. The Neutrogena Hydro Boost line, it can be purchased at every major retailer. And you can start your hydration journey today at Neutrogena.com slash Hydro Boost. That's N-E-U-T-R-O-G-E-N-A.com slash Hydro Boost. Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guide that could help you sleep, focus, act, be better? Well, there is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. Overwhelmed? Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. Need some help falling asleep? Headspace has wind-down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace has even more morning meditations you can do with your kids. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. I love Headspace, y'all. 
I so Noah and I would do some guided meditations in the morning when they talk about doing it with your kids. It is the most incredible thing to do with your children. And what it has inspired is now she creates her own affirmations and meditations to do in the morning and her own uh, guided meditations. And it's really cute. But Headspace was such a good start for her being able to kind of create her own from there as well. Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com groan. That's headspace.com slash grown for a free one month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash grown. Grown. We're ready to do the dude. We're going to read your do 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 do. I can't stop saying it. It's so weird. Oh. It it's time for the Odyssey box. And what we're doing is a mailbag extravaganza. So I know we all told you we were going to do this as the Target-themed episode, but we're going to give you something else there. Um, we're, going, we're, going to, we're going to keep it over here, you know, in the house with our business. Okay? So let's start off. We're going to do a couple of honesty boxes. And we're going to start off with an update from a previous honesty okay. box. Now, did she tell her what a, tell us what her pseudonym see. was formally? Let me see what, did you tell us what we called you? Um, no, no, she didn't. So we're going to have to make up another one. Rose Nyland. Rose Nyland. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She writes, hello, y'all. This is Rose Nyland. <laughs> Again, with an update. <laughs> the pastry right. chef. I don't know if you remember the pastry chef. She said, so if you recall, I I wrote in a few months ago about my rude-ass, racist-ass, crusty, dusty-ass co-worker that did nothing but talk bad about me and my work every chance she got. Well, at first I decided to let everything go and let the chopper spray as a last resort. However, yes, I am reading this exactly as she wrote it. (laughs) Some fuckery was afoot with my executive Uh chef as well. He did a 180 on me and started talking to me like he had lost his lost his hick ass mind. Oh, my. Mm -hmm. A couple examples will include and to preface, I'm sure you know this, but I thought I should include it. If you are baking just about anything, everything needs to be at room temperature. Yes, she's absolutely right. The butter, the eggs, all of it. An emulsion is being made. And for that to be successful, everything should be about the same temperature. Um, him randomly not allowing me to leave anything out for longer than an hour to get to room temp, him being blatantly disrespectful to me, getting in my face and telling me to go talk to one of my sous chefs so he could teach me how to get butter at room temp within an hour, and him literally being a child and not communicating with me about anything unless he was trying to be an asshole. So you want to know what I did? I did like that Viola Davis meme and got my black ass up out of there. I'm about to start at another local college that's paying me a whole $6 more than what I was getting. Now here's where my revenge comes in. Oh boy. This year, 
at the college I was working at, they had an influx of new students, 327 to be exact, on top of about 300-ish upperclassmen. This is the highest influx of students they have had in three decades. I hope they have fun making desserts and doing catering events for all of the students without a pastry chef. And did I mention school starts in about three weeks? I hope y'all stay safe safe out in these streets, stay <laughs> hydrated on the inside and out. Thank you, right. Rosen Island. We always appreciate an update. I think that that's the one that, you know, the white lady was messing with her and we told that lady to, to go bust some tables or something. Yeah, that was the one. Okay. That was the one. All right. That was the Come one. Come on. $6 more. Okay. You better elevate. 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 Blessings. Okay. Thank you. All right. We have another honesty box, y'all. Would you like to give our she, her listener a pseudonym? Sure. Let's call her Lynn Whitfield. Lynn Whitfield writes, Hey, Jaden Kia. Before I start off, I really enjoyed the culture tags. Y'all did. I enjoyed it, and it definitely lightened up my spirit. So thank you both right. for that. Thank, thank you, Lynn Whitfield. We, we had you a good listen. time. Watch. We had a wonderful time. We did. Both times we played. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Lynn Whitfield, and I need some grown woman-to-woman advice on this. Since 2017, I've been struggling with some things. It's 2021, and I'm still struggling and battling the negativity. For a while, I've been very insecure about the way I look, how I should act, and what I shouldn't act like, how I should look and how I shouldn't look, and even where I should be in my life. All of this has made me doubt myself, my creativity, my love, Uh, that I should have for myself and this has caused me to battle with depression for a very long time I I just turned 23 and I've been working hard with gathering the self-love for myself and trying to rebuild the confidence that I once had but I'm still struggling I try to be positive every day and to be honest I feel very stuck and confused what is the best advice you could give me to overcome this have you been through this and if so how did you get through it thank you Lynn Whitfield Oh, poor Lynn Whitfield is 23 years old, she said. Um, yeah. Yeah, she's 23. I think that I I mean, I can say that I have definitely um I can I can relate to being young and trying to figure out who you are mm-hmm. and struggling to you know, recognizing the ways that you don't fit into what you you've been told or taught is, you know, the standard and wondering where your place is and struggling in that way. I can totally relate to that and have totally been there. I think if I'm honest, I would say that, you know, this is a a process and it's not something that you just sort of, you know, it's not one of those things where you just sort of follow these three steps and you, and you wake up and you're all better. Um, Right. I think conversely, um, it is a a daily commitment mm-hmm. to do the things that you've been doing mm-hmm. and trying to, um, you know, lean in to yourself mm-hmm. and, you know, slowly but surely fall in love with who you are, um, unapologetically. It comes with, you know, doing <laughs> things that you enjoy, exploring life, exploring who you are, um, and, you know, seeking um, to make peace with who you are, accepting 
who you are and learning to treasure yourself Mm -hmm. um, and treasure the unique qualities, the unique things that make you you. I know for me, a lot of that work was was directly tied to my relationship with God and, you know, just being honest with him about the things that I was experiencing, the questions that I had, the insecurities that I had and asking him to show me his love and to teach me his love um, and, and, you know, to help me to learn myself through the lens of the specific ways that he loves me. Um, and it's a slow burn. It's something mm-hmm. that you have to literally commit to doing. Um, so I commend you for starting this journey, um, you know, right now. And I, I just want to admonish you to continue doing what you're doing. I think that you're on the right track. So what do you think? I agree. You're, tw- you know, at 23, things can be a little confusing because you, the thing about it is, um, I tell people all the time, you are so many different people throughout the course of your adult life, right? Uh, foundationally, yes, you can be the same person, but you go through so many different phases and so many different likes and dislikes. Hell, people don't even realize their taste palette changes every every eight years. Mm-hmm. So every eight years, your 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 mouth, you may get uh, start to gain appreciation for different flavors, and then you may lose appreciation for certain things and realize I don't like this anymore. And it's the same yes. thing with your life. Yes. Um, and so I think that. You have time. And like Kia said, I think it's wonderful that you're even exploring this right now and starting this journey um, into really growing into yourself and getting comfortable with yourself. Uh, And I think as time goes on and you really the only the only advice I can offer you is to pay attention to what to your own intuition and to your your likes and your dislikes across the board as you grow and evolve in this space, right? So, For sure. you know, as you get older, when it, it comes to anything, relationships, friendships, food, um, where you dwell, just your peace, whatever brings you ease, pay attention to that. Not what everybody else around you is saying, but pay attention to how things make you feel. And when you honor that, and you continue to grow and you continue to have life experiences, all of those things will fall in line. For sure. Like the ways, the same ways that you would cultivate a relationship with another person by honoring um, them and spending time with them and mm-hmm. being intentional learning about that, mm-hmm. like learning them, you have to commit to doing that for yourself. And Absolutely. I think many of us sort of, you know, passively, we like move through life, right? We're so consumed with the, day-to-day task and what we have to do and accomplish and all of our responsibilities that we don't often take the time to really study and explore and get to know and fall in love with our authentic selves. Like mm-hmm. Jade was saying, who you are, what you like, what you don't like. It It is a process of, of intensive self-study. And I think that it's a special gift to you to start that journey early because a lot of us didn't even pay attention and notice that there was a need for us to do this work until a little bit later. Mm -hmm. And, you know, who you are right now is only, it's really only just a vapor of who you are going to be. Mm -hmm. So give yourself, give yourself 
grace, right? And nobody knows exactly who they are at any given point mm-hmm. in life. And no matter what it seems like or how if it, no matter if it seems that other people have gotten it all together, I would venture to say that everybody is on some sort of journey of real self-actualization and you know, we are all figuring it out as we go. So just don't be so hard on yourself. Absolutely. You're doing- you're doing great, sweetie. You're doing great. You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> but keep us updated on your journey. Um, yeah. You know, as you as you grow and you learn. Hell, if you want to hit us up and just tell you, I realize that um, I don't like niggas and I don't want to <laughs> be outside with any of them. And I have come to find that my full peace is dwelling in my house with some wine. We want to hear about it. If you just have determined that you are a person who loves thrills and skydives, we want to hear about it. So keep us updated. Let us know how things are progressing for you. But we have you in our hearts and you're on a, you're on a beautiful journey and a beautiful journey also has great challenges. So don't think that just because you may not feel ease at every moment of this journey that you're on that it's not coming or that That's good. you're not, you know, you're not growing. Yeah. You know, a lot of those challenges provide growth. You're either getting uncomfortable sitting still or you're getting uncomfortable and growing. So um, we, we, we got love for you, Lynn Whitfield. We really do. Next up, we have another All honesty right. box. Let's see. What shall we call her? Let's call her. Uh, uh, Pamela James. Pamela James. Pamela James writes, Hey, Jade and Kia, thank you both for doing what you do. Listening to you two every week does wonders for my mental health. Jade, my birthday is September 12th. Hey, day after mine. So when you talk about purging and organizing every few weeks, it makes me giddy. Gang, gang. (laughs) And I know you have family in Cleveland, so we're cousins in my head. Also, gang, gang. Shout out to the Polish boys. My question, I am a 24-year-old, I will. I am 24 years old and will be starting my Master's of Social Work program this coming August. I All currently right. live with my grandparents in a very nice, comfortable home, and outside of my car note and insurance, I'm not responsible for any bills. <laughs> Look at God. Okay, won't he do it? I do have my own room and bathroom. However, I feel like I have no privacy and am treated like a child, and I'm kind of going insane. My grandparents are black people in their early 60s, so of course they are nosy as hell and always want to know what I'm doing, where I'm going, and what I'm eating, why I'm wearing that. And I understand it's coming from a good place, but it's getting on my damn nerves. It's to the point that sometimes I won't even leave my room to get a glass of water because I just don't feel like hearing my grandmother tell me to be careful getting that cup out of the cabinet. I can't even do my hair without her giving me unwelcome feedback. I feel ungrateful even asking this because of how blessed I am to have the family and resources that I do have, but I know that for my own sanity that I would benefit a lot from moving out on my own. Should I move out and take on the stress of being a full-time employee and a full-time grad student or suck it up and continue to live with these very nice, very nosy, very involved people for the next few years? P.S. I do have experience living on my own for over a year after college. I lived in a city about two hours away, but I had to move back home in 2020 because life is ghetto. A mantra. Uh, Love whatever name y'all gave me. Pamela James. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Pam, girl. Let me just tell you, I have been exactly where you are. Same. I know all about. 
about living with your grandparents and, um, you know, sort of navigating the dissonance that you feel when you, it's like, you know, you love these people. These are the people that nurtured you and raised you. And they have always lavished a particular kind of grandparent love towards you. Um, but, you know, also feeling, you know, the pull and the desire of really wanting to sort of embrace your individuality and your and your adulthood um, and kind of being torn. Right. I've been there. I know all about that. And so I, I just want to, you know, imp- remind you that you have um, every right and reason um, to, uh, you know, make decisions um, for yourself. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I want to encourage you to make decisions for yourself. Um, and I say, you know, you know, there was a time when I tried to have conversations um, and with my grandparents and, you know, get to a place of understanding. And, you know, I think, you know, that had its its own sort of kind of success that came with it. But then there's also, a, uh, you know, you know, just sort of ex- an acceptance that, you know, they see the world differently than than I do. And mm-hmm. we're never really going to get to a place, you know, of them understanding that, you know, if I come home at three o'clock in the morning, it doesn't mean that I was, you know, selling my wares on the corner. <laughs> so, um <laughs> Oh my God. My so, mom used to be like, oh, ain't nothing open after two exactly. o'clock, but legs, Jade, where exactly. were you at? <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. So I think that I say that to say, like, you know, you do, you do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. That's it. You have to, you know, kind of assess your yourself and where you are and, you know, make a plan Mm-hmm. Uh, for what you want and work towards the plan. Yeah. Um, and if that plan, if, if it is sort of finding your own space, then, you know, I, I say if you want people to treat you like an adult, you got to move like an adult. Mm-hmm. Have your business in order. Have things fixed and situated. And don't ask permission, but inform people that you've made a decision and this is what is going to follow the decision mm-hmm. that you've made. But there's nothing wrong with, uh, you know, wanting to sort of step out on your own and, and do your own thing. Absolutely. Um, so if you feel like that's what you want to do, that's fine. Or if you want to stay there and stack your paper for a little while longer, then put a, a timeline on it mm-hmm. and say that you're going to, you know, I'm going to do this for this period of time or until I save this amount of money and then I'm going to do whatever. But you know, don't don't feel locked in to anything. You are where you are right now and you can be where you want to be um, as long as you sort of will yourself to sort of do what you got to do to get there. And you got time. Yeah. You got plenty of time to focus on bills. It's aggravating. I get it. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's not always the easiest to have these kind of conversations with our grandparents and, and you know, people who are of a certain generation, right? Where it's like, hey, so... Um, I'm grown because <laughs> then they'll say, mm-hmm. well, you can get your grown ass at my house. <laughs> uh, so like he, I, I fully agree with what Kia said, church, church, tabernacle, uh, all of that, <laughs> where she said, you do what you have to do until you do what you can do or what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that was literally what I have for you is, is that like, 
I don't know. You're going to, you're going to deal with one stress and you're going to deal with another. Yeah. Okay. So you're either going to move out and get yourself a full-time job and deal with the stresses of trying to navigate a full-time job so that you can maintain uh, a li- livelihood and then also go be in school. Or you're going to deal with the stress of your grandparents telling you to be careful putting that water glass up. I, as I'm saying them out of my mouth right now, just tell me which one sounds more stressful. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, but, no, but like, I mean, it's a temporary school exactly. is a temporary inconvenience. You're not there forever. You're not there forever. So I just feel like it may be, you know, make a plan um, and think, really sit down and think about where you are mm-hmm. versus where you want to be, mm-hmm. and what's gonna what's gonna set you up to get where you want to be. If yes. it means that you contend with your grandparents so you can get through school and stack your paper and then when you're ready and you have, you know, the you know, the job, the means to do what you got to do, you've yep. already set yourself up for success. Yep. Or it's also possible that you can't you you know, having your own space will give you the peace that you need to pursue school. And so then you know, you make a plan and, all, yeah, so and work, that. you know. There's I mean, there's no wrong way here in terms of like you know what what you know what you should or shouldn't do i'm telling you to make a big girl decision around what you want and how to get there and the only person who can answer that is you yes and i just want to empower you to make your own decisions because you are capable of doing that Mm -hmm. absolutely and your grandparents are probably always, even after you move out, going to tell you to be careful when you get that cup. From Absolutely. That ain't going to change. That's what now, I understand that's that will change. You can leave and go home after that. <laughs> um, but, you know, like he I love putting a date in mind and working towards mm-hmm. that. That's that's usually how I like to operate sure. with things, because it gives mm-hmm. me. It gives me a goal. It gives me like a hard goal, right, to work towards. And sometimes that has to be adjusted. But if I at least work with a date in mind, then I work with on all of the things that I need to work towards that date. So maybe you do that with yourself. Maybe you say, I'm going to pay off my car. You say your car knows your only uh, only expense right now. Maybe you use this time, like Kia said, to stack your paper, pay your car note off, and then, you know, get yourself in order. But like she said, you do have to make a big girl decision and only you can figure out what is going to bring you the most ease and the less, the least amount of stress when it comes to this situation. But we do want to we do want to offer our support and uh, our ears and we would love to stay mm-hmm. updated with you as well. So please keep us posted. And also, we are very excited and can't wait for your graduation announcement to come through. Yay, yay. Okay. We got another one. Maybe we'll do two more and then move on about our business. Okay. Uh, she, her, our next one. Would you like to give her a pseudonym? Um, 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 Joan Levias. Joan Levias writes, <laughs> Hey, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. Praise the Lord, niggas. I hope you both are having fantastic days. Bless Thank you, you Joan Levias. Please you. go ahead and give me a pseudonym. I'm Jamaican. I'm writing from Jamaica. So do with that what you will. You gave us the green light. (laughs) Walk one. Big up the island myself. You knew it. Kugwa, jagwa, iritingwa. You know I was going to do something ignorant. Yeah, I don't even know why you... You should have just kept on writing. It shouldn't have even told us that. (laughs) My Jamaican best friend literally hates me. When I do that... (laughs) Kia is another Kia. Our other Kia 
is mm-hmm. and she hates when I do that. Yes. Yes, she does. She said, first off, love the show. I look forward to listening to new episodes on my commute to work. Hopefully Yay. this is chosen in time for the Honesty Box episode. Look at it. But even if you see this afterwards, your input is still appreciated. My partner and I have been in an amazing relationship for about six years. And for the past three years, we've had several discussions about marriage. And for the most part, we seem to be on the same page. He's a wonderful man, very thoughtful, and I feel blessed to have him in my life. But although we've set deadlines and agreed dates and made plans for things like buying property and tackling debt, etc., he still hasn't proposed. As a matter of fact, every time he'll say something like, oh, we'll be engaged by Christmas, summer, New Year's, etc., that time comes and passes and nothing. It's not like him to not keep his word, so this is a cause for concern. At first, I thought this was a financial issue. He's currently pursuing his master's self-funded, so we've also had discussions of getting married within a budget so that we don't start off with financial issues. Smart. But I've come to realize recently that it is something more, especially because we both earn very competitive salaries. We tend to have good communication, but when I ask what's holding him up, I don't think he knows himself. I'm in my late 20s. He's in his 30s. I'm ready to start the life we've discussed and planned for. And like, I've been ready. (laughs) So my question is this. How long do I continue to wait for this man to make up his mind? I love him dearly. He is truly the best part of my life, but I'm looking for a life partner to live a joint, fulfilling life with, not to be in a relationship, but apart from someone, which is what happens now. I'm sorry, what? Which is what happens now. As a Christian, I don't believe in living together before married. Okay. Do I continue to wait for an unknown amount of time while he continues to break his promise to me? Or do I end this relationship as friends and find someone else, which I don't really want to do because it's wild out there in these single streets. TBH, the dating pool in Jamaica is shallow. (laughs) I think that's worldwide. Looking forward to your thoughts. I hope this was clear. It wasn't too long. (laughs) Joan (laughs) Levias. Joan Levias. Well, assistant principal Levias of Eastside High. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Okay, so... um, (laughs) I don't know. I feel like I'm probably not equipped to answer this question. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to try, but I'm going to defer to to Jade mostly. I believe that um, when it comes to this kind of stuff, uh, we have to find the way to use our words and speak what's on our hearts. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have to find a way to express to your partner that these delays are a cause of concern for you. Yep. I also feel like, you know, I I, I would want to create space um for for him to to you know you know, be completely honest with, with me. Mm-hmm. To, and I would say, you know, listen, what if it were me, it would be like, listen, I, I want you to do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want you to feel any pressure or if you are feeling some pressure and, and this is what whatever, you know, I want you to do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um and if it and if it is a conversation that we need to have and if it's a timing issue, you just want me to wait or, you know, I don't know. I just feel like I would have to say something. Um, 
And, and and again, just to sort of, yeah, I just, I I feel like in relationships, I have sort of waited and waited and waited, you know, sort of thinking that the opportunity to have the conversation would just magically present itself. And I've learned that you have to, if you have questions, you have to ask them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I don't know. I don't know if I have an answer as far as like, you know, this is how long you have to wait. I just feel like. Well, nobody can uh, determine that but her. But you, yeah. But I, I just feel like if if it were if it were me, I would be more focused on figuring out how to to address this in a way. Um, because I wouldn't want it to be like an ultimatum. Mm-hmm. But I would want to express that you know this is something that we've talked about and things keep changing and this is causing me some concern. So mm-hmm. I want to just bring that concern to you and see what we can do from there. Yep, yep, I agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, if you feel like you need to set a hard date in your mind, that's something you can set. I don't think I would offer that uh, out loud to to him, but I would communicate clearly. Like he said, you gotta use your words. And say, so listen, this is what I envisioned for my life. And this is what I'm feeling right now from what's been happening. And it doesn't feel good. And while this is a relationship that I enjoy being in and I would love to see where it goes, I also don't want to continue this um, if there's a dead end or if they, you know, if I'm going to continue to to the timelines that we speak about are not honored. You know, and go from there. See what, you know, see what he says. All you can do is have an honest and open conversation about where you're at, how you feeling, and right. what it is that you're looking for. It is my practice, and we talked about this on the show. It is my practice when in relationship to not make decisions or judgments um, of the relationship by myself, right? I mean, I and I, that's why I say, you know, I don't know that I would frame the conversation in in terms of like if you don't do this, yeah, then this no. is going to happen. No, no, no. But you can frame but it like I, I'm feeling this way. Yeah, I just feel like you have to let him know how this is making you feel, and mm-hmm. I feel like his response to that will will give you some more insight and information into, you know. Wh- where he is, you know, and then you can make a, a better determination of, you know, who he is, where he is, and what this means for your future with him. Absolutely. Um, letting the person know that this is what this is what's happening, and this is how it is impacting me. So, what can we do to address that? Mm-hmm. Um, I I feel like I will go into the conversation like that, not really accusing him of anything or demanding anything but just sort of saying this is what's going on for me and right. i'm i'm hope i'm hopeful that we can find a way to <laughs> to figure this out together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and i i feel like that is a way to just sort of frame it where it's not like a you know ah, an ultimatum right yeah like yeah like that but it's it's okay for you to to express you should absolutely, I encourage you, you to do that. I yeah. encourage you to do that. Um, because, listen, our silence does not serve us. No. Uh, when, our, when, when, we are fa- when we are in relationship with someone and we are feeling hurt or confused, that kind of silence doesn't serve us. Because everyone needs to be 
um, feel secure and empowered to make decisions in the in the relationship that serve them. And if you don't mm-hmm. have the information that you need, then you cannot make those decisions. So you seek the information and then you can make decisions as individually and as a unit. Absolutely. I fully agree. So Joan Levias, please uh, yes, keep us girl. updated on how things go and you know, if you have that conversation goes, we are. We mm-hmm. we 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 hope the best for it. I'm we'll... hoping that this will be a productive conversation. I really do believe that. I'm hoping and believing that. I didn't want to use the expression closed mouths don't get fed because I'm like, marriage doesn't feed you. It's more of an accompaniment. Uh <laughs> <laughs> to the meal that you have already provided for yourself, okay? Come on. Uh, that's how I like to look at it. I feed myself the steak dinner. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want. That's what I'm going to eat. It's going to be a good medium to medium rare, very juicy ribeye. And then mm, marriage is love like, ribeye. You know what? Yeah, niggas love ribeye. <laughs> with a little love with a dollar ribeye. Niggas love butter. ribeye. Mm, mm, mm. I am niggas. Yes. Yes, indeed. I am niggas. Niggas is me. Mm-hmm. Niggas um, is me. And I prefer to look at marriage like the creme brulee at the end of the meal. <laughs> Come on, you know dessert. it's really pleasant, and I'm very excited for it. Um, or even like the mashed potatoes. Even you know, it's like I'm gonna buy myself this ribeye. Like the mashed potato, I'm still eat the ribeye, but the mashed potatoes would actually be really nice to have. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, so. I don't know if I'm making any sense there, but Joan Levias, please keep us I updated. Follow I follow. <laughs> I, yes. pre- I appreciate that, sis. You pick up what I'm putting down. Please keep us updated, Joan Levias. We 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 hope the best for you, and you get what you want out of this situation. Um, and um, fair Isa, <laughs> for that side will stay. And always praise thy name. Praise thy name, praise thy name to ever. Yeah. Lend a heartfelt hand to help increase the pain. Ooh, Lord. Lord. The honor. Yeah. Hey. I mean, we just love those. Those late 80s runs. Let me tell you something. Oh, so good. So cheerful, dear old Eastside High. Lead, Lead all to victory. victory. Mm. I love it. All aboard. Hey. All aboard. <laughs> Remember when he asked some little white boys to sing it and they tried to put the zhuzh on it? It wasn't yes. zhuzh. He was like, um, <laughs> listen. He was like, all right, just stop. Just stop. <laughs> We should have um, a lean on me, like just episode. I we think. should, and Dustin has to be here. He has to. Uh, it is one of my favorite movies of all time, um, and yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Free Mr. Claus. Absolutes. All right, we're gonna do one more of these honesty boxes for this mailbag, and then we're gonna get on about our business. Last pseudonym. Last pseudonym, let's go with uh, Winifred Brooks. Winifred Brooks, okay. She writes, hello, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. I first want to say thank you for creating this space for us listeners to be authentically ourselves and navigating the ghetto of adulthood. I've been listening since 2019, and it's the highlight Mm -hmm. of my week. Yes. Wait, what did you call her again? 
I know Freddie Brooks from a different world. That's right. It was a different world. Mm -hmm. I couldn't remember which one. I would like a fake name for myself, my brother, and his girlfriend. So we have Freddie Brooks for you. Let's call your brother Ron and we'll call Ron Johnson. Ron Johnson and we'll call his girlfriend Kimberly Kimberly. (laughs) Reed. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be good. But I will get straight to the nitty gritty. I apologize Mm -hmm. in advance for the long story. Well, I just feel like this is going to be good. It's going to be good. My brother Ron Johnson has been dating his girlfriend, Kim, for over six years. They are Mm -hmm. very over-the-top affectionate and post all day every day about their relationship, which is their business, so I will leave it alone. Since they started dating, Kim has had multiple issues and disagreements with each of my immediate family members, both my parents and sister, except for me. Well, about nine months ago, she had fallen out with me. When I moved back home before the pandemic, I had a huge purge on my social media and in life. Kim happened to be one of them because I didn't really know her. And as I mentioned before, they post a lot. So fast forward to last October, Kim saw and followed her on social media. Kim brings it up to my brother. My brother asked me, was there an issue? And I told him, no, it's just that they post way too much. And I don't really know her like that. (laughs) My brother said I was entitled to my opinion and we both agreed to move on. Well, Kim didn't like my response and still complained to my brother. So he wanted me to have a conversation with Kim. God, I'm already irritated. I had an initial conversation that involved me talking behind a curtain. She refused to have a face to face to her. What? And her wait, 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 talking behind a curtain. Wait a minute, minute. Wait a confessional. You're saying you said what? Read that line again, please. I had an initial conversation that involved me talking behind a curtain. In parentheses, she writes, she refused to have a face to face. Nah, Mm -hmm. nah. Okay, go ahead, continue. To her. Screaming and getting angry at my same response on why I unfollowed her. This proceeds to us having another conversation with my brother as the mediator between Kim and myself. This turned to an even worse conversation with her coming to the meeting with a list of issues with our previous conversation, belittling my intelligence with reading me the definition of words. Oh, hell no. Cutting me off while I'm talking and yelling again. So as you can probably predict, I went off and cursed her out after hearing this for 30 minutes. She ended up trying to charge me and fight. Oh, hell no. (laughs) Whoop that bitch. That's fine. Come on. Charge. Let's fight, bitch. Let's fight. I'm so sorry. Charge, sis. Charge. (laughs) Go right ahead and charge. If that's how you feel, I'm here for the charging. I wish you would, honestly. (laughs) Okay, wait a minute. Da da da. Yes. Charge. Here I am, girl. Please charge me. Pick me for the charge. Oh, girl. But I remained calm and told her to get out. This ended with her leaving my parents' house and everyone hot and heated. From November to Christmas, there were multiple conversations with my parents, my brother, and Kim to have her apologize for disrespecting my parents' home, but nothing has been said. Now here we are six months later. Kim has been banned from my parents' home. My brother barely talks to any of my immediate family, and there's been major tension within our entire family because everyone is aware of what happened. My brother has told us that him and Kim are moving out of state at the end of the year. 
He now wants to have another mediation between myself and Kim before they leave. I have refused to have any meeting with just them two because of her erratic behavior and to save my own peace of mind over arguing over social media followings. Now I'm trying to figure out how I can mend the relationship with my brother. We were close growing up and I've seen many changes with him since him and Kim started dating. I just want to have my family dynamic back and I want my brother to be able to feel comfortable with our family again. Any advice on how to truly move forward without bringing up social media? Also, how can I help my brother not feel like he has to choose between Kim over his family? Thanks again for your help, Freddie Brooks. Um. Yeah, no, Kim needs hurting that motherfucking head now. Like, that bitch is... So, God my damn. thing is, <laughs> I understand you wanted to have a relationship with your brother. I totally understand wanting to mend that relationship with him. Um, but at this, mm, I don't even know how I want to do this. Because I feel like part of me, part of me would want to talk to my brother from a place of concern. Like, I would want to con- to to convey and impress upon him how how a relationship I don't know how to say this, but I feel like a relationship that would result in him having to sever ties with all of his family Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just doesn't feel like a healthy situation for him. Mm -mm. Um, and I will I will want to impress impress that upon his heart and and on his consciousness. Like mm-hmm. I want you to really understand that you know I'm not I'm not trying to to run your life, but this doesn't seem like the healthiest situation. And 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 your health and your your well being is of my is is my priority. Yeah. Um. And, you know, just I would be honest and say I, I'm always ready and down and happy and excited to spend time with my brother. But I will not tolerate um, disrespect. Nah. I will not I will not uh, be in the space of someone who has um, been willfully uh, mean and, you know, ridiculous um yeah and someone who would get this upset and would want to have this kind of control over me somebody that she does not have a relationship with at all like you don't get to tell me you don't get to tell me who i have to follow um and you don't get to tell me what i have to do with my social media kimberly and yeah girl like who do you think you are like you know i I would i would come at this from a place of trying to to dim to tell my brother and demonstrate to him all the ways in which this is this reeks of a controlling codependency more than a healthy relationship and um and furthermore do like uh, brother Ron Johnson do you not see that this is a whole lot over social media like this is way much 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 too much over social media oh. like Girl, like over my social media, like you don't get to tell me who I have to follow. I don't have to follow you. No. And this might be a little challenging. And why do you care? Why? 
I think at this point, asking any of those questions is just like mundane because this bitch don't have a good sense. And I don't have no, like, I understand, I know there's different sides to every story, but I don't, I don't see how anybody can remix and fabricate no shit like this. This bitch sounds like a fucking nut. And, and in all honesty, your brother's grown. He's making grown man decisions and he's going to have to see for himself that this lady is toxic in his life. And if he can't see it based off of previous encounters and run-ins with his parents, with his other siblings, and now you, and then if he can't take the fact that this is all over something so trivial where they have those conversations, but they don't continuously drag you into it, because this sounds exhausting for no reason. And let me tell you one of my affirmations Every day that I tell myself, y'all niggas not going to stress me to death. <laughs> that is literally one of my affirmations. <laughs> y'all niggas not going to stress me to death. Oh, and Lord, I am not having countless conversations with somebody who tried to fucking fight me. And the foundation Charge. of this conversation is because I unfollowed on social media. Bitch, I got things to do and a life to live. And this ain't it. This is a waste of my time. But I get that you love your brother and you would love to have a healthy relationship with him. Unfortunately, sometimes, and this is just the hard reality, sometimes there are other entities that interrupt those relationships and people have to see things for themselves. Mm, 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 mm. And as much as, you know, I agree with Kia, you could have those conversations and point those things out to him. But as this very grown man who can make a decision to move out of state with a person, can't see how this person is negatively impacting their life with their family. This is probably a lesson that he's going to have to learn. And I hate that you have to suffer in the interim by um, by having a, a certain type of relationship with him. I hope you all are able to find a happy medium where maybe you all do sibling trips. I have a friend who her and her siblings do sibling trips. No spouses involved. They're not allowed. So the four of them, two brothers, two sisters, meet somewhere and they get a place to stay and they go out to eat and they spend time together and then they go about their lives. Maybe it comes to something like that. Maybe you all figure out a happy medium. If something tells me is she gonna have a problem with that too. Yeah, because she's not rational. Well, she's she not well, logical, but you know what? We're not gonna live our life for Kimberly Reese. Yeah. Kim Kimberly Reese is a control freak. She thinks that she can tell strangers what to do with their social media facts like she's i, I just i can't like, sis, are you dumb you <laughs> are you dumb are you dumb you're you i'm like are you i like what like that i would have just missed this conversation right. ain't nothing to mediate nah. Isn't it, we don't have we have we don't have any disagreement it you don't a have a say dog. in who i follow and who i don't mm -hmm. so we don't need no mediation mm -hmm. you need to get a life that's what you need to get you need to and get a to get life a, need to get up out my business because who I follow on my social media is my business. If you don't have nothing better to do than to check and see who's following you and who's not, then that's something that you need to take up with the Lord Jesus the Christ and whoever your employer is. I just hope he comes to his is. good senses before he gets her pregnant. Oh, she sounds like turkey basting material. Do you hear me? She oh. sounds like <laughs> my heavens. What a disaster! But I, but I'm. I, he's got. If he can't see this shit for himself, then you, I, you know, 
if you want to have a conversation with your brother off the strength of that, that's your brother. You know what I'm saying? And you trying to exhaust all measures by all means. Personally, I don't feel like it's necessary for you to have another mediation with this nutty ass bitch. I really don't. Nah. Like this whole thing is so fucking stupid. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you don't get to control like everything Kimberly reads. That's what I would be saying. Like this girl don't get to, she don't get to be in charge of me and my conversations Hell with my no. brother. No. Are you dumb? Oh God. I'm so disgusted by that. Mm-mm. Please. She got to go. She's got she to go. got to go. I will be praying for his freedom and release and for the freedom and release his of your whole family, the reuniting of your family. Mm-hmm. Um, but please keep I'm us updated that. on how this goes, because it sounds like you, I don't know. I just, and then, then she's going to have kids. And can you imagine her with kids? Yikes. No, no I cannot. Woo, that's enough for the mailbag episode. Unhealthy. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I can't would I either. Ever, would I ever tell my brother that your sister, your your sister. <laughs> unfollowed me on social media. You're my girl, my boyfriend. Your sister unfollowed me. Like what? In a conversation behind a curtain because you won't talk. Fa- Yo, yeah. I'm what literally not mean? doing this with you. Because <laughs> I mean, what are you talking about? A curtain? What are we at? Where are we at? I'm not doing this with you. That's why no when ma'am. sister said she charged me, I would have been like, please charge me. I've been waiting on you to charge me. Yeah, I would have bust this. that bitch in the head with a plate. Stop. Charge me, ho. <laughs> Come on, charge me. It'll be the in San Diego Chargers house, all up and through here. In my parents' house? I'm about to whoop your ass in my parents' house. San Diego Chargers. Okay. I, I remember this lady. I went down to go visit my parents in Houston, and my dad took me to this big liquor store called Specs, and they had this delicious like deli department. And this lady got uh, yeah yeah it was it's incredible actually (laughs) it's like a supermarket so he's like yeah we can go get these delicious bites from the from the deli and the liquor store and I was like well put me on my dad's a tourist he likes to eat so um so I get this lady is getting super out of pocket and I had to put my good finds down and I was like yo do I have to whoop your ass in front of my father like don't. So I say all that to say, uh, Freddie, you know, next time, <laughs> next time, bust that bitch in the head with a vase. I said she's a real Christian. She yeah, really is. she probably is. She you must, know what? Don't listen to me. Very. Don't listen to me. Listen to Tabitha the Brown. <laughs> yes. Listen to Tabitha <laughs> Brown. Don't listen to me neither. No, no, not in this case because Kimberly Ree sounds like an awful person. <laughs> because when I did you hear how I turned up when she said she charged me? Yo. I was like, Pooh, please charge. Please, no, by it was all before means. that. It was before that what started raising your antennas is with that damn curtain. You were like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I said, <laughs> a curtain. Wait a second. Cause how does that even work? Was she talking me to me? I'm like, where did you all do this? Was it this at church? Like what is no? What does that even mean? Did she hide behind the curtains at your parents' house? Like what? Like how the fuck did that happen? Behind a curtain, bitch. What? You're such a good person for even continuing to have this conversation because that would have been a hard no for me. Talk about I want to ask you questions from behind a curtain. Let me tell you what what you finna do. Like, so get tell you out where of my about face to go. with this nonsense. Okay, <laughs> you finna get from around me with this bullshit. That's what you finna do. Okay. <laughs> Are you dumb? I'm Are not you dealing dumb? with it. Is everybody crazy? No, I'm not doing it. Mm-mm. I'm not doing it. Freddie Books, we, we pray your peace, sis. We, we pray your peace. Uh, keep us updated if you choose to have this 
other mediation right conversation because i wouldn't be mediating nothing but my foot up this girl's behind right period straight that through would be her the mediation straight through her nostrils but y'all pray my strength you know i'm you know i'm dealing with a lot What's <laughs> so that? maybe i'm just being violent i need to calm down maybe i'll shut up okay no i no i personally like i feel more ways about this lady that i don't know than i should um <laughs> but i really don't like her <laughs> I really don't like her at all, actually. And that's, 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 that's like, that's strong. I'm more, I'm very concerned. This is sound like a healthy situation because I feel like if somebody, I would hope, I would believe, honestly, that if some young lady would speak to me mm. as Brian's sister in such a disrespectful way, that Brian would check her. Like, are you crazy? Yeah. You've lost your mind. That's, that's what? my concern. That's why I'm like, how is he not recognizing this? This is where I'm, I'm really finding a lot of pause. That he is not recognizing the negative impact that she's having on his life. And this is not to say that your immediate family deserves, um, you know, to always like, oh, you call and and we there. No, because when you start to create your own family, then you're creating your own family. But there's a there's also a line there. And when you are fighting and beefing with all the immediate members of the family and it's come to the point where you are banned from this girl's parents' house and shit, like, you are a wretched human being. Mm -mm. Wretched. Mm. Well, Kimberly Reese... uh, no, that's I hope karma comes and bites you. No, I hope Kimberly Reese. I hope karma comes and bites her in the asshole. And Freddie Brooks, I hope that you find peace um, in your living situation and in your in your relationship with your brother. And please keep us updated. And that is it. We have more, so we'll do another mailbag episode soon. But thank you all for continuing to send your honesty box questions. Continue yes. to send them to Getting Grown Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, let's move on to a little self-care. What say you? Okay. 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 If you're carrying a credit balance month after month, it can feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of debt. Upstart can help you make that final payment so you can get ahead. Upstart is the fast and easy way to get a personal loan to pay off your debt, all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high-interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment. Upstart knows you're more than just your credit score and is expanding access to affordable credit. Unlike other lenders, Upstart considers your income and current employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans from $1,000 to $50,000. You can get approved the same day and can receive funds as fast as one business day. So find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payment today when you go to upstart.com slash grown. That's upstart.com slash grown. And don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash grown. Grown. I deserve all right, Black Woman Self Care. My Black Woman Self Care this uh, week is that I got to spend some time with my friends that yes. I have not seen in so, so long. It was so good to actually be in physical space with some of my favorite people on the whole entire planet. And it really just gave me everything that I needed to just, you know, get a chance to see and touch and share space and time with my family 
with with my friends and my family. It was so good. It was so good. We haven't all been reunited. Minus XD. We missed XD. Um, but he was visiting his mom this weekend. Uh, but we we hadn't all been together in space yes, and a in a long ass time. <laughs> Very long. So time. it was beautiful to be with our friends. Shout out to Target. Um, and for even and shout out to all of you, like those of you, yeah, who who, who tuned in to the family reunion live virtual live show experience. Thank y'all. Y'all kept the comments lit. It was such an awesome time. Y'all kicked it and played games with us. It was amazing. And it was so, 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 so much fun. Thank you so much to Target. It was such a gift, such an opportunity to to create that space. Yes, it was so good. Thank you. We don't take it for granted. Those kinds of building those kinds of spaces digitally and in person for us to just come together and share space and time and laugh and love and and eat good food and have a good time. That's something that, you know, sparks joy and inspiration. Cause I feel me and Jake were talking before we started recording today. It just like inspires me to do more and to keep going. Um, and to keep building. And so just, I'm really grateful for all that we've been able to do and build and that, is is also due um, to your support and love for us. So just thank y'all so much for for supporting, getting grown in the friend zone and the read and loudspeakers the way that you do. We don't take it for granted. Thank you from our heart. From you guys. The bottom of it. Yeah. You guys are our self-care. Absolutely. Thank I, you so I, much. I actually echo that. Um that is going to be my self-care as well. I'm jumping right on that train. <laughs> you guys are our self-care because we're super grateful. We would not have a show without your support. Thank um, you. We would not have a family reunion without your support, right? Because n- nobody, like, gives a fuck if nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're really, really grateful for you all. Um, constantly supporting us for the past four and a half years now. That's crazy. And Kia and yeah. I are only going to grow and bring you uh, more awesomeness because we've got there's so much more out there for us to explore. So stay tuned for more amazing things coming from getting grown in the near future. Yes. And with that being said, I think we shall move along to our petty peeps. Petty peeps. Petty peeps. Things petty go better peeps. when they go your way. And with Windows PCs powered by Intel, you can make, share, and do what inspires you and impacts others. Whether you want a laptop, a tablet, a pen to take notes on screen, something that can handle all your apps and games, or the graphics and speeds for gaming, with Windows PCs powered by Intel, you'll have a device that was made for you so you can keep making what inspires you and everyone else. Windows and Intel, made to inspire. Learn more at windows.com slash made to inspire. That's windows.com slash made to inspire. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. Oh, it's time for the petty peeves. And uh, I think that my petty peeve this week is going to be very petty. Um, It is when people say Alia. Um, (laughs) I don't know why it irritates me. Uh, It's just something about that hard ah 
that just is really annoying. So I think it's because this her name is this. Well, no, maybe I'm. That's a lie. Maybe I should not say that. But is her name? Is it two A's? Yeah, it is. It's A A L I Y A H. This is the A L Y A H. So it is, but yeah, niggas say Alia, and it just it just frustrates me. Um, so that's my petty peeve this week. <laughs> That is all right. Okay, sure. Um, my petty peeve is okay. So, uh, traveling this weekend is always you know was was an adventure. You know, very slowly integrating back into this world of you know leaving my house, and um, I feel like people make lots of you know there's lots of judgment still in the air about those of us who are diligent around protecting ourselves. So mm-hmm. of course I was in the airports and I was very intentional about wiping down spaces mm-hmm. um, and that kind of thing, sanitizing, you know, and I got lots of snickers and sneers and jeers and points and laughs of people who, you know, were got a kick out of me pulling out my own Clorox wipes and wiping down the seat. And, um, you know, I don't really feel no way, you know, about people doing that. No. But my petty peeve is for people who, you know, just are just completely incapable of minding their business. Like I just people who just don't have the capacity to worry about themselves. It's, it's and just they're always dirty. Gonna be you're my just petty you're dirty. Like like you know, <laughs> if that's if you would like to be dirty and sit down in this cool. COVID seat, that is your Great. business. But I'm going to do everything within my power to maintain my peace of mind around knowing that the things that I touch and come into contact with have been clean. That's all. That's really. Oh, I sanitized like, my area years before. Years before, a like pandemic. this is. I've never like you know carrying Clorox wipes on my um, on my person in my purse, especially when getting on an airplane, is not something that is new to me. No, this is something that I've been doing for a long time. Yeah, and like you know, it's it's just so crazy that it took a global health concern for for niggas to finally get hip, but um. You know, anyway, I, my petty peeve was for the people who just felt so inclined to, you know, just, oh, my God, look at her. <laughs> like, I Look at me. You know, there, <laughs> I've noticed a lot. There's people stare a lot and they've been staring a lot more. And so I've just really come into this this love for staring back. Like I just they stare and I stare so hard back and we're just going to make each other on like you're just actually I'm going to make you more uncomfortable than you're going to make me because I'm just going to look at you. And I'm going to keep looking at you. I get it all the time. Little persickety little comments and little <laughs> because I wipe down the headrest. I wipe down the mm-hmm. um, the window. I wipe the, down the uh, screen the in front of rest, me, the armrest, the seat the belt, seat belt, all of it. Like and then I also have a hospital grade disinfectant that I in the air that kills everything. And so I don't care what you think. You can be filthy all you want. And if you say anything to, di- to me directly, I'm going to call you dirty. And I just feel like, you know, I'm doing all of this, you know, and, you know, if I'm I'm taking the precautions, but I recognize that anything can happen. And yeah. I'm not saying that this precludes me from getting COVID or, you know, I'm, I just feel like, wouldn't it be, wouldn't we all feel better if we were all just a little bit less selfish 
Or, you know, I, I just feel like I'm not even just doing this. You ought to be glad that I am so concerned about the cleanliness of my space. Yeah. Because you are sitting next to me. Yeah. So if the space is dirty, there's a chance that you can get infected too. Like, I just, I just, I don't know. I mean, anything could happen, but I just feel like God helps those who help themselves. And if we are diligent about doing our due diligence about, I know I just said diligence twice, but if we do what we're supposed to do, I feel like God will honor that by, you know, protecting us. And even if he doesn't, I mean, or even if something else happens, like I just, I don't know, whatever. I get all turned around. The point I'm trying to make is I'm going to wipe my seat down. Yeah. And you don't have to like it. No. Um, but, you know, you we wouldn't have to worry to about it. And you can continue to be dirty. We wouldn't have to worry about it if you would just mind your business. That's really what the problem is. And you if just you pull your mask do down to cough, I'm going to spray you. Because in your mouth, I carry baby Lysols as well as uh, spray hand sanitizer and microband, honey, right in your mouth, microband in your face. (laughs) Niggas get mad too. Want to be filthy, and that's just not my business. I three people while I was on vacation, I saw take their mask down to cough and or sneeze, and I would have called the police. I lost my mind. Because this is a public health concern. It is. I lost one one old lady in the Whole Foods, one nigga in the airport. It was a white man in the airport who looked like he ain't want to be wearing a mask anyway. And this nigga pulled his mask down to sneeze. And Noah was like, he pulled his mask down to sneeze. <laughs> I was like, I know. That's filthy. Like, I'm not even going to be like, shh, you be quiet. No, she's absolutely right. That is stupid. So you know what we did? I pulled out my kill that I have in an old mm-hmm. spray hand sanitizer bottle, and I proceeded to spray his area with hospital-grade disinfectant. Whatever that does to your skin is not my business. Anyway, that's another episode of Getting Grown. Thank you all <laughs> so much for tuning in. We love you all, and we are very grateful for you um, and for your for your support always. And uh, we have more stuff to give to you. So we're going to close this out. Sis, tell them what to do. As always, you want to make sure that you are drinking your water because you have to moisturize your insides as well as your outsides. It's very important Mm -hmm. in maintaining and retaining um, all of the youthful exuberance uh, that you that you have and possess at this age. I also want to. Um, um, moisturize your skin, right? Because that's what we said. You gotta moisturize. So you gotta drink your water, moisturize the inside, moisturize the skin. You gotta moisturize the eyesight, and you gotta mind your business because that helps to keep you moisturize your mind, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Moisturize your mind. It will keep it from being ashy because what happens when things are ashy? They will crack because they will dry, just like your black because you have not mind your business or moisturize yourself. That's it. Okay, that was confusing. But if you stayed with me, it was going to bless you. Bye. (laughs) Have you ever wondered what the stars have to say about your favorite artists and writers? Listen to Stars and Stars with Issa, where I, your host and astrologer, Issa Nakazawa, read and interpret astrological birth charts of luminaries like W. Kamau Bell, Gia Tolentino, and so many more. You'll discover how astrology can unlock fascinating insights about these stars. And who knows, maybe you'll learn a little bit more about yourself. 
Listen to Stars and Stars with Isa wherever you get your podcasts.